Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. So I just started, I went uh, back to the YMCA this week. Hadn't been there in a while. I've been very, very busy. Last week was crazy with doing this show and then doing the huge shows. Just like, oh, fuck me. I can't. And then starting the whole Bosco deal. So, and then even leading up to that, my, uh, my attendance was spotty at best. And when I was there, it's not like I was doing decathlon training. So uh, this week I'm like, you know, I'm really going to I'm really going to buckle down. So on Monday I did a little strength training. Yes, you know, some little squatty squats, very lightweight. Take it easy. Don't want to hurt myself. I'm always of the uh ease into it. You know, I don't want to be so um sore that I don't do anything for five months because of the discomfort. Okay. That muscle soreness is what, what really is a killer to me. But I'm like, Jesus, I got to do some ab work. Now, there's a series of exercises uh, from P90X. The whole series of exercises is known as ab ripper X and boy does it. So these are all exercises that I could lay down on the floor and do. There's no, no equipment needed at all. A lot of various leg raises and, uh, uh, you know, crunch style things, but it's a lot. There's probably 10 different exercises that you do. Now, what Tony Horton encourages you to do well, it, you do each of them 25 times. There's no way in fuck I can do these 25 times. Josh knows. He says Ab Ripper X should be sold as 16 minutes of hell. It's a bitch. So I'm like, okay. I am going to be very pragmatic here. Instead of doing each movement 25 times, like a movement would be like uh, uh, one time you're about once. Okay. If you were just doing sit-ups, it would be one sit-up. So you would do 25 sit-ups, but sit-ups aren't part of the regimen. There's other things that are also very effective. And I set my sights on six. Doesn't that sound pathetic? Six times. So, each movement, six, I'd, I'd be doing six sit-ups and then six knee-ups. 
That's not a lot. It's pretty bad. Each movement takes me, oh, I don't know, about 10 seconds. Six reps is about 10 seconds of work. So I got done with that. By the time I got done with that, each movement, it was just like, ah, ah, I could tell my abdominal wall was just screaming at me. I'm like, okay. And then the next time I do this, I'm going to do it seven times. I'm going to slowly build this up. Now, I did the six reps for each movement on Monday. And by Tuesday, I was like, fuck, oh my God. And it, it, it's a great example of just how quickly your body just falls apart. And I'm like, hey, I got to go chop some wood and bring down some trees this spring and summer up at uh, Fear Bunker North. I want to be, be ready for that. And cut my foot off again because I'm wearing Crocs. So yesterday, so Tuesday, I was just, just like unbelievably sore. It was ridiculous. For that little amount of work to feel like you just got, you know, shot in the abdomen. But uh, yesterday I walked in and I go, okay, I got to do my little ab ripper X again. And so I wander off into the area. I don't do it on the gym floor where all the meatheads are and team knuckle dragger because they'll just make fun of me. Okay. Uh, I, I go like over to like, there's a basketball court where all the kids are playing and the kid leagues are going on. And I find myself a corner and I lay down my little, my little towel and lay on that far away from prying eyes. Like today I'm doing seven, seven. And I mean, I did not want to do this yesterday. I was like, I, I am still very, very sore. I do not want this to happen to me. I sat down there and I did it. And my God, did it hurt. Fuck. But, you know, I just felt so much better after I got it done. I was like, I, I did it. I fucking did it. Now let's, you know, maybe it's something we can build on. You know, it's weird. Uh, years ago. During the whole uh, triathlon days and uh, um, best at exercising days, uh, Mr. 10 days, I never, ever thought I would ever stop working out. Ever. I never, ever thought that I would be uh, out of shape. Yet here I am sweating the fact that I've got a physical in a month. And if I get on that scale and Byers takes a look at it and goes, what the fuck? What are you doing? That's my doc. What is going on? Let's get, oh no, look at your cholesterol level. That's it. I'm medicating you. Uh, when my cholesterol, last time I went there for a physical, he goes, okay, this is where your cholesterol is. You have statistically put yourself in a category and he gives me like an actual percentage of chance to have a life-ending heart attack. That's how that's how serious this guy is. He goes, you right now uh, have this amount of chance of sudden death of a of a major heart attack, a widowmaker. I'm like, what the fuck? Serious, stop it. I'll go eat some oatmeal, I promise. Do I know? 
I need to keep sight of this. And I, frankly, you know, there's a lot of other things. There's a lot of other things at stake. If I get diabetes, that's, that's just horrible. I mean, with one kidney, you, you just can't have it. And it runs in my family. I got to focus. Been a pretty good week so far. But, um, first couple of days at Bosco's, Doug's sending me home with some of the greatest food ever made. And then I'm just, you can use that for a gif for a gif. It's me, not you. 1969 says, do you have to buy the whole package to get ab ripper X? I don't know. It's a download nowadays. Uh, the way it is now is, um, all of the beach body type of, uh, stars, I guess, Sean T and all, all of them, they're all on there. You, you pay one fee for a year and you get like 25 different workouts, including P90X. I guess they've changed their name. B O D I body B O D I. Amanda says she's a coach. Define coach. (laughs) I'm going to challenge you on the word coach. Unless uh, there's a different definition of it that I'm not aware of. She says it stands for Beachbody On Demand Interactive. Okay, so there you go. Look up B-O-D-I and you are in. All right. Amanda says she gets a discount on the products. Is coach another word for network marketing scam? Is that is that what I'm I'm thinking here? Well, either way. That's what you do. You pay that. Corey says, "Yeah, I'm an astronaut." <laughs> Oh, fuck. Kenny adds, when I hear Amanda being a coach, I can't help but picture her cheering on some woman shoving a dildo up her butt. Oh, fuck. You guys are on fire. Now, I swear by those programs. If you stick to them and do what they tell you, you will turn it around. I've, I've done it. It's fucking great. I'm an astronaut. Jesus. So anyway, but I, I know Ab Ripper X like by heart. I've done it so much. Uh, but I do have it on my phone. You can just hit the button. Tony Horton from 1995 is yelling at you to do your work. They really changed it, though, because back in the day, the workouts were much longer. Now they've uh, shortened them for some reason. It doesn't take as much time to get it done. I guess they, I don't know, streamlined it or whatever the fuck. All right. 
welcome in. I have something to share with you that is my new favorite thing currently. This was shared with me. Actually, what I did was I heard it on the radio when it happened. And then I went to this, uh, the person who said it on the radio went to where, cause they, uh, post their podcasts every day and lifted the material so that I could share it with you. I was like, Oh my God, this has to be made available for the world. Excuse me. This gentleman that you're about to hear on the radio, he goes by the name Huge. Yesterday was a day that um, it's called National Signing Day. And that's when all the best high school football players Uh, And even the ones that are only so-so decide where they're going to go. What college? Now, the only interesting way to do this is to just list it on a website. But for some reason, Bill decides to have a uh, three-hour conversation about high school kids and what college that they're going to go to. What college paid them the most money to go to their college? In addition, Kevin says, I heard this live. In addition, uh, people who aren't like the best college players that are from small schools going to small colleges, they also commit to what college they're going to go to. Now, nobody gives a shit about so-and-so from stupid small high school the kid is you know barely getting a scholarship to play at some uh very very small school that no one cares about so bill says i'm gonna give you a shout out so tell me who you are and what college you're committing to but i'm gonna shout you out so uh cleophis uh smith is going to uh, uh, Sister Mary of the Poor. So that's what that's what he's doing. Well, someone took it upon themselves to fuck with him and send him a PA prank name. Hey, will you shout out my brother? He's going to this school. This is his name. Holy shit. Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kenwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. Did you catch it? Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kenwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. Mike Oxlong, which sounds just like Mike Coxlong. Mike Oxlong. Went to East Kentwood. And now he's going to Saginaw Valley State. And Ding Dong fell for it. Shout out to Mike Oxlong. Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kentwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. 
How in the world did he not know that that was my cock's long? Will we get him on? I think he's embarrassed. I don't think he wants to talk about it, frankly, but I got to try. Ah, fuck. Shout out to Toddler Fondler. Defensive end from Fruitport. He's going to Fair Estate. Shout out to Craven Moorhead. He's he's committed to Michigan. Shout out to Eaton Stool. He's going to the University of Buffalo. Shout out to Phil McCracken and Bend Over. Defensive ends. Twins going to Penn State. Holy shit. Shout out to Mike Oxlong. Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kenwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. My God. That makes me so happy. You know, at the... uh, Oh, God. Shout out to Lou Skunt. Last name Skunt. First name Lou. Lou Skunt. Starting quarterback for ITT Tech. You know, I have never ever. I have done uh, thousands of PA prank names over the years. How I never ever did Lou Skunt. I'll never know. Lou Skunt. So simple, yet yet awesome. Some of my favorites I've already said. Not mentioned yet. Bud Vugger. That was at the Big Lots on Plainfield. I remember that one well. If there's a Bud Vugger in the store, would you please come to the front? That was the one where I went up and said, yeah, are you looking for a Bud Vugger? Fuck me. From the hardcore era. At a uh, Chicago gift shop. I'll never forget this one. We were at radio camp. I asked for last name Peninfant. That's right. Peninfant. First name, Manda Ray. Fuck. That one got dumped several times. If you can't put that puzzle together in your head, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say it. Toddler Fondler. One of the all-time greats. Isla Vanel. Holy shit. Attention customers. Isla Vanel. If you're into the if you're in the store, please come to the front. Isla Vanel. Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kenwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. He said it so, you know, he didn't he didn't trip over it. He didn't he didn't catch on at any one moment in that. I want to know the backstory. 
Did he catch on? Uh, what happened behind the scenes? What got thrown? When he realized, he just said, my cock's long on the radio. Holy shit. Moneyline Monday. And and use- that looked like it was in a, it's full of people. And it looked like it was going to tip over and <laughs> everybody rushed to help balance the thing. I was reading from the Eric Zane Show podcast, and they had the video. <laughs> they. It's me. And his quote was, Poverty, carny ride at Michigan Hillbilly Convention goes bonkers. <laughs> Dirt people rush to help. Oh, Zane, he just, he, every time Eric Zane, it seems like he's going to settle down and just be a good guy. (laughs) Just, he completely, he completely alienates a, a, half his audience. It's amazing. On a serious note, that, how about the people who came and balanced that? Now, I'm not going to jump on these rides at all. You know what I love about carnivals? They're food. I'm not lying. Food and cold beer or cold beverages. But if you're the Eric Zane Show podcast, you can't put as a headline over the video, Poverty Carney Ride at Michigan Hillbilly Convention goes bonkers. Dirt people rush to help. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna stereotype carnies, okay? I'm not gonna do that. I applaud the people who just all rush there to balance it to stop the damn ride and let the people get off before there is tragedy. And the reason we can laugh is that there is no tragedy. And I, I think Eric should retract his paragraph above the video. Poverty Carney ride at Michigan Hillbilly Convention goes bonkers. Third people rush down. Ah, 24-7. The podcast are free at the huge show. I have returned. To- Jimmy says he can't get through it without laughing. He didn't get through it once. Once. Shout out. For Jimmy, the- I said once. Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kenwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. When I'm uh, at the Griffins game doing my job, you do uh, birthdays. Hey, welcome to so-and-so. And I always scan. I always scan looking for uh, Craven Moorhead and Bud Vugger. You know, Haywood, Jablomi. I'll never forget at the, uh, what community was that in New Jersey? Yeah, that's the uh, Walmart in Princeton. Because we used to work in Princeton. And on the way home, when I'd be driving to Jackson, I'm going to Jackson. I would, uh, on Route 1, there's that Walmart. 
cold in there. And uh, I thought, there's no way this chick is going to fall for uh, Haywood Jablomi. And boy, did she. My God. Absolutely awesome. looking for classic video now to find some there's very little available hmm. now i i had hoped that there'd be uh, stuff from the old show i uh i have a uh, a trove of material that i have to go over all right that um if I had, I'd have some right now and I'd, I'd play it because I'm not friends with those people and I don't give a shit anymore. So yeah. Hey, I love you guys. I'm not going to play any more of your stuff. Fast forward a year. We're fighting. Fuck you. I'm playing whatever I want. Um, announcement today, uh, I will be recording who are these Zanes with, uh, guest Ryan, Ryan of the listening audience, Ryan W big Ryan, Ryan guy. I don't even know what to call the guy, Ryan, Ryan's a freaking star and he is going to join me. On who are these Zanes? We will we will record it today and then publish it on Saturday. Typically, this is the day that we do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, that is going to be a no go this week because Ben's not here. You cannot do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast with no Ben. So we will uh, be back with that next week. Ben is uh, on a little trip, so uh, that's what's going on. So cancel your plans for tonight, except if you're Ryan, Ryan will be with me. Uh, hello to whip, uh, whip pig mom. Some of these names on Twitch are just fantastic. Good morning to you two concerning PA pranks from back in the day. Amy asks Eric. Are you scared right now because you were forced into doing these things like PA pranks? Do you have PTSD like some average Joe? Well, you know, I was a little boy then when I was doing those. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I am very hurt by that. And that has uh, changed my life. So because I did those things and I was brutalized by Chicago gangs. I am now going to beat up any woman that is my significant other. That's what I'm going to do. Rebecca Fabiano, hello to you. I see now. I get it now. You are awesome. Say hello to Roger and the family. Uh, Corey says, I still want to hear from Ellen. Um, how about the fact that... Um, Corey, I don't know if you know this, but she posted on the Free Bear and Hot Wings show subreddit 
um, with a big statement. And uh, she did a lot of, there's a lot of victim blaming going on that. she it, What I think happened, what I'm guessing, I'm speculating here. Uh, Joe was able to convince her to rush over there and uh, run to his defense. So I don't know how he pulled that off. But uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe she did it on her own. But she went, uh, she was letting um, the victims have it on there. He says, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's right near the top of it. You ding dong. Well, you'll have to scroll down. It says from Ellen. It's her. So she says, well, he never hit me. He never laid a hand on me. So who gives a shit? I just want to know when that fucker is going to surface again. Fingers crossed that he does a podcast. We need him doing a podcast so that we can add another show to the Eric Zane show podcast, uh, a listing of shows here. We can do who are these Joes and just review his show. I so want to do that. Um, so he's probably waiting to resurface and I can't wait because I'm going to be right there. I will be right there and I'm going to jump all on his shit on that deal. I promise you that. All right. Thank you. If you're getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, but it's time for you to leave. If you want the full show uninterrupted, you must go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or, or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane live. All one word. Probably worth mentioning. The Eric Zane show podcast would like to remind you that this is a work of fiction names, characters, places, and incidents. Either are products of my imagination or used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. All right. As well, you can send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox, any feedback on the show or whatever you want to talk about, by all means. And as you can, as always, you can download the show whenever you want at any uh, podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm on all of them. Thank you so much. I'll see you on Twitch. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And of course, you can follow me on YouTube as well. Open spot for sponsorship on YouTube. Okay. Um, This next story is going to trigger you. So I like to tell you the, the, the bad stuff first. So... You can decide what you want. Um, I'm triggered by this too, so I hate it. But we should we should tackle this story because there's some updates, and everybody likes beating up a dumbass dog hoarder. So try to try to power through if you can. Yesterday we talked about some skank here in West Michigan, Muskegon area, who claimed to be a dog rescue. Now, this dumb whore 
has a 600-square-foot house with 80-80 dogs in it. Someone tipped off the local authorities and said, you got to do something. They did an investigation, kind of like some reconnaissance. They said, yeah, we got we to raid the house. We're raiding the home for dogs. So they actually bust in and all the dogs go running at the cops. And go, hey, how you doing? How you doing? We love everybody. Um, and the place was an absolute shit show. Like literally shit everywhere so my pal from uh, harbor humane allison informed me that a uh, uh, boy about more than a quarter of the dogs are now in their care the rest were divided to other shelters but this is a huge undertaking to get all of these like logistically to get all the vehicles with crates for each individual dog and puppy and get them out the door Arrest the woman for animal cruelty. Uh, Here's what we know. First of all, she's a big bitch. She's like six feet tall. I know that because they talk about it and she has an Instagram handle. Uh, She is, don't look at it yet because I'm going to share it with you. In fact, I'm not even going to say it yet because I don't want you distracted. Because there's a M. Night Shyamalan twist in this story that I'm going to get to. In a little bit that I found out on my own. Okay. Um, the suspect has admitted her name is Lisa Cober, C-O-B-E-R, has admitted that some puppies had died recently uh, in her care. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of get ahead of that and let you know because some people are, I mean, I am. I'm so damn sensitive to uh to animals having to be being put in any type of jeopardy it's it's become actually a real problem for me it uh it affects me when i see an animal in distress so much so that on the dodo when they have the video of uh this puppy was scared and malnourished and abandoned and now it's blossomed and it's doing great i can't even watch those knowing that they end up like it's a good story you know i can't i can't handle it all right People audio check oops there's something playing what is it what is that What was that? What was just played? For God's sake. That's still playing. Hang on. The fuck is this? There's a crash. That's a crash. Uh huh. Lawmakers got to get. Aha! Uh-huh. There it is. I found it. Announce the. A little shifting on the fly here. Your old pal Eric Zane. Finding his way, of course, as we do the show. But we're good now. Okay. Maureen, who rescues dogs, like 
you know, um, that are treated poorly and then fosters them. So sometimes I have to look away and just keep scrolling. It wears on you. Oh, big time. Tatum, the famous Tatum was one of those dogs that got brought back. Okay. Audio check, video check. Here we go. Started with the best of intentions. I'm sure that she started with the best of intentions and it clearly spiraled out of control. Look at this is when the cops went in. This is the body camera footage of all these pooches. A dog from the Norton Shores woman who had Aww. 78 dogs Hello. removed from her home says the pet has had serious health issues. The dog was adopted a few years ago, and they've had concerns about that rescue operation. Since oh, no. News 8's Look at the shit on the walls. Mitchell with more on those concerns and the latest on the criminal charges. Court documents now reveal that Lisa Colbert told police that puppies died in her care. She's facing a felony animal cruelty charge. <laughs> Oh, my God. Conditions inside the Cobras Canines Rescue in Norton Shores were disturbing, but not surprising to Bex Brits, who has had concerns about the operation for years. It's never easy to hear something like that, especially someone that you trusted. The family adopted Bailey as a puppy, meeting her at a PetSmart adoption day. She'll turn three next month. Within that week, we had over $1,500 in vet bills. She had a horrible case of worms, one of the worst my vet had ever seen. Um, two of the other puppies that were on the same transport as her were positive for Parvo. Oh, no. On Monday morning, Norton Shores police officers, with the help of local shelters, removed 78 dogs from this home on Sheffield Street. Oh my God, look at that. What a fucking racket. Can you imagine even just walking out in front of that place with the doors closed? West Columbia Avenue. Frankly, if you were well caring for animals, 78 animals is, is a lot of animals to have in any one facility. You need like 100 acres of land to take care of 78 animals. She's got a 600 square foot shithole house. Uh, even if you had the, the, the resources to do it, and clearly uh, she did not. Matt Roberts with the Muskegon County Prosecutor's Office says Lisa. Okay, there she is. The Cobra is facing a felony animal cruelty charge and could be sentenced to up to seven years in prison. <laughs> Court documents obtained by News 8 say Cobra told police eight puppies died in her care oh. since the beginning of January. Jesus. Once you assume the care of these animals, you don't get to just say, well, things got out of control and, and I couldn't. Those dogs are so bummed. They're like, what the fuck? We did not sign up for this. Couldn't control the situation anymore. You you held yourself out in a position to, to do it and to take care of these animals, and you had that responsibility. I'm sure that she started with the best of intentions, and... We don't know that. We don't know that. It clearly spiraled out of control. I hope, above all else, that she's able to get the help that she needs, because you don't go from running a, a rescue to a hoarding situation to the point that your home isn't fit for occupancy overnight. In Norton Shores, Kyle Mitchell, News 8. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about her. She's an idiot. She's crazy. Oh, you want the M. Night Shyamalan twist. Lisa Kober has an OnlyFans page. 
My God. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'm not going to go to it. But she does. Now, this is her Instagram. But, okay. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, she can't have an OnlyFans page. You know, whatever. But she can't have an OnlyFans page. Many questions. In that home, are you shooting videos while the dogs are like running around? Because there's no way that that they would be. I mean, it's it's kind of like it's telling you, hey, be quiet. I gotta shoot a video. Or how about maybe it's only still pictures. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on here. Is this a is this um a close up of a tattoo and this is her left leg and this is her right leg and this is the area directly above where the babies come out? Is that what I'm seeing? Or is this the right while you're looking at it the uh her left my right boob and her left boob? I'm not sure. If you look at uh, this picture here, I, I guess this is her. She has a lot of artwork underneath her boobs, but nothing looks the same as this. This might be above uh, her vagina, above her labia. This right here. Holy shit. This guy writes, wow, looks amazing. This dude. Oh, God. Wow, looks amazing. Are you sick? She's one of these that just can't stop uh, shooting pictures of herself. All we need is her in front of a fucking Planet Fitness. And it's the same person. (laughs) Here's a picture of Cake. All right, that adds up. This is uh, her with one of the dogs that's going to be taken from her. Sexy pick. The dog is like, please help me. Someone come rescue me. For fuck's sake, I can't take it anymore. Um, this apparently is sexy. Saggy, gross, flabby titties. Come on. Oh, no. Ugh. Now, this is just Instagram. I noticed uh, it appears that there's some type of, like, herpes on her lips here. If you, if you, if you kind of, I don't know, might have to work on that before you take the, uh, take the pic. So, this is all horrible is what I'm getting at here. Um, but, yeah, I have it on good authority that she has an OnlyFans page. Now, are we... I mean, there's a lot of questions. Is, uh, is uh, d- Does each video start with her opening up a can, a jar of peanut butter? 
And then are the dogs like rooting around? Are there scenes of that? Is that the next thing that we're going to hear? That there might be some dogs, numerous dogs, peanut butter. Corey asks, how do people have no self-awareness? Referring to the titties, Amanda says, lots of titties look like that, but you wouldn't want to show them off. Yeah, culturally, we're not... Most people are not into that. Some are. So maybe she's hitting a niche. Jesse says, which former Zaniac's Instagram is Zane on? No, that is not uh, a former Zaniac's Instagram. No truth to that. Jesse follows it up with, do you, do you do any guys actually like muff and tit tattoos? Jesus. <laughs> Jimmy asks, does she eat the dog shit? And Maureen drops in. <laughs> Can she still do OnlyFans from prison? I honestly uh, don't mind tattoos on those areas, uh, provided it it looks it looks good. I mean, it's got to, you know. I think that it's important that the canvas is a high quality canvas if you're going to do those things. I mean, if the canvas is, you know, got pizza grease on it and it's ripped and it's, you know, someone w- wiped their ass and wiped it on the canvas ahead of time, then that's you know, not so good. That's a bad tit tattoo and a bad muff tattoo. NW980 says those mouth herpes look nasty. Did they test the dogs for them too? Ryan adds that poor tattoo artist, that muff replacement tat must have really smelled. Um, another animal lover is my old pal, Stu McAllister. We haven't, uh, talked to Stu in a little while. I, I, you know, I don't know where he is in his life. I know he quit the one job because he was injured all the time. So he might be either delivering dots again or he's at home or starting a new job. Perhaps knowing my luck, this will go to voicemail. Corey says, unfortunately, 90% of the tasks people get look trashy, but there are some great ones. Blue State Rob adds, I mean, some women's fupa looks like Homer Simpson's mouth. Dear God. All right. We'll catch up with Stu later. So that's what's up. Um, let me see if there's anything else that I need to cover on this story. <laughs> In addition to hoarding dogs, 
filming herself in that hellhole. Like maybe people are into feces. Maybe that's a kink. I don't want to know. I want to find out where the actual only uh, fans page is. Lisa Cober OnlyFans. She can't go by her like real name, right? By the way, Ben revealed last week that uh, he has subscribed to OnlyFans. I didn't ask who in the past. Yeah, I can't actually find it. Yeah, I don't I don't if anybody can find this, let me know. Her Instagram is tall dancer MI. And I was told that it's linked on this page, but I don't see it. Uh-oh, I may have found it. I did find it. I should have just clicked. There you go. Cash app, Tumblr, Sniffer. What is that? Insta only fans. Oh, no. Kink friendly lingerie implied videos. No, no full nudes. Okay. So I think she might be attempting to do it tastefully. Custom content's available. Want to see more? Join the Auto Renew Club to get the extra treats. 90 posts. All right. How much is this? All right. I, I, I feel like I'm breaking some type of law right now. Well, there you go. Find out for yourselves. So one of you is going to be into that. NW980 says there is nothing tasteful about this girl. Blue State Rob writes, where's Lonely Nick to gift us with a subscription? Ryan adds, the extra street, uh, the extra treats are, of course, dog shit. <laughs> Get out, big fraud. Get out before it's too late. Uh, sniffer is like they sell underwear and shit. Some girl we know seems to know a lot about it and informed us all. She probably sells shit on it. LOL. Oh no. All right. So that's what's up. That's the breaking news with the M night Shyamalan twist. Don't forget him on Patreon. It's like only fans with no porno. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, sign up for the uh, extra bonus daily podcast. Not to mention who are these Zanes Why review old audio of your pal, Eric. And uh, Ben and I just rip it a new one. It's just awful. Ryan will be sitting in this week. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is there. And uh, Patreon was set up the way this whole thing was set up. Do the free podcast. Uh, let people know about the Patreon. Hopefully, if they support the podcast, they will also support the Patreon. That's how uh, we survive here in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. 
So I constantly talk about that Patreon, constantly post to it. And it's well worth it because just five or ten bucks a month, that's all you're going to pay for the content on the Patreon. Five or ten bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for just one month. All right. And um, if you like it, you can then convert it to a yearly and I'll knock 10% off of the cost. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Very easily cancelable. That's what everybody thinks when they or want to know when they sign up. How do I cancel this just in case I don't like it? It's like when you sign up for anything, how do I cancel? Mine's super easy. Piece of cake. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Hello to Blue Frost IT. You got a smaller, medium-sized business. You got to have a tech person in your back pocket. That's what Blue Frost IT is all about. Okay? So, like, in the case of this, I give, uh, for this show, I give Blue Frost IT a little bit of money each month, and they're in my back pocket. So, if anything goes south, I reach out to them. They take care of it on the tech side. They log in. They take control of the computer. Mouse starts moving on its own. I go, all right, see you later. I walk out the door, come back, and it's fixed. Sends me a text. I'm done. So there you go. That's how it works. That's uh, the managed IT service provider uh, services that they have. Service provider services. Yes, that's what I just said with Blue Frost IT. Also, if uh, you're new to their services and you just want to upgrade your tech, reach out to Blue Frost IT for a complimentary 30-minute consultation uh, to find out what it is you need to upgrade. Like if you're in the market for uh, new computers, monitors, network, everything. Sit down with Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50 if you are in West Michigan. Online at bluefrostit.com. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. You too can get a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Maine, South Carolina, and Hawaii, When the opportunity is like, okay, now is the time. I'm going to go get pre-approved. I want to buy a home. Call Mario. Mention my name. 231-332-6505. Five-star, gold star, red carpet service. That's a lot of things, I guess, that probably everybody gets. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. First mortgage, 10th mortgage, maybe a refi to pay off a high-interest credit card debt. Do it! The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap 
okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. All right, who's going to be the one to sign up for that chick's OnlyFans page? I think it's going to be Kenny. I I think we might have a new love interest for Kenny. Ryan says, you've already had porno on your podcast video, Eric Zane. That pic with your juicy tits at Disney. NW980 says, if you've subscribed to some dog skanks only fans and got a virus, you got to call Blue Frost IT. Maureen says that Kenny would have to sell some plasma or semen first. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, Kenny, we need to know the update if you are planning to go through on selling your plasma or your man load. There is no shame in selling, in selling your dick butter and you can make a lot of money doing it. So I, you know, I know you talk about your little uh, light in the wallet right now, but I mean, my God, you are a walking gold mine of fluid. So, you know, You might as well do what you're doing in your uh, bedroom. Do it in the office of the semen clinic and shoot that big wad right into a cup and give it to the lady and go, here you go, drink up. And then that's it. You know, holy fuck. And you can make like a lot of cash that way. I think. Yesterday, we came up with a way for you to generate about $14,000 a year in your crank yak and plasma. So you need to get after that and tell us, I mean, what's holding you back um, from selling your penis smudge? Is it is this a religious thing that's keeping that from happening, or are you are you scared? Are you concerned? I would I I'm thinking about doing it. That would be I want to do it just for the sheer entertainment value. 
We can go live on Facebook. Checking in with Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Or uh, Kyle from Nameless Dumpster Company. Hey, Dan. Mr. Kyle, how are you? I'm chilling, dude. What are you doing? I don't know. Riding around. Get on in. <laughs> I'm in, dude. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's good to hear your voice, buddy. What's been going on in your world? Dude, I was uh, I was just thinking about this because I saw the fucking um, wow, that gr- the Groundhog's Day. Is that today? Yeah, today is Groundhog Day. So here's, here's what I was thinking. Um, I think that if fucking this, all this world, if, if it turns out to be like a simulation, right, I think that it's very possible that the, like, once you exit the simulation, the very first question that every every per, every person that dies gets the first question is, "What the fuck was up with that groundhog, dude?" So this is that whole idea that um, we are in the matrix. Yeah, oh. yeah, basically, and like, cause yeah, I was like reading up on how like like the groundhog is like treated like royalty and like you know wears a little. Yeah, crown or you know, and it's like, and like just given how the world operates and how people are, right? I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck's up with you people? Like, you guys are weird. Like, it was weird as hell in there, right? In, you right. Simulation, and uh, but you guys worshipped a fucking groundhog. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think we I think we have to fucking answer for it. Every every person that exits. I I have questions about that because a groundhog in the wild, you can't just walk up to it and say, how you doing? And pick him up. He's going to, you know, he's going to scamper away. So hang on. I'm getting interrupted. All right. Don't, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Jesus Christ. Hang on. Fucking shit. All right. All right. Sorry about that. I'll, all of a sudden, I heard Al Roker's voice. Well, you, you don't want to hear that every morning. No. Anyway, um, so my question, since you can't just go up and pick any old groundhog up, that thing must, okay, two things. Either it's uh, domesticated, um, living in some type of cage for 365 days a year. All right. <laughs> Or they they drug the fucking thing. Either way, it's. I mean, I I, I think that that groundhog would would much rather uh, like to be going out and about and enjoying its life instead of uh, uh, you know this fucking asshole putting a stupid hat on him and uh, and holding them up over his head like that. Dude, I did not fucking think about the uh, the bit. Well, it might be in a cage. Yeah, like, I didn't think about that. So that's probably part of the fucking question is of what the fuck was up with that groundhog. Like, yeah, because you're right. Like, how do they keep that fucking thing um, well, yeah. around? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I mean, it. Uh, it's, 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 there's, there's something that's not right about that. And in this day and age, if you even think about doing anything bad to an animal, you're going to be shot, you know, right in the head. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. So, 
I also I also like to think about the fact that okay, if it is a simulation, like I don't know, I I don't know what the stats are, but I'm guessing like a million people probably per minute like die, or maybe even more than that. So like this fucking room where everybody exits the simulation is is a big fucking room, right? So it'd be funny if like the dude. Like the dude that played Hitler or whatever was like the guy on the mic, you know what I mean? And he was like, he's like, fuck, what's up with the ground? Like everyone's like, everyone's like, oh fuck, dude. And then he's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Like, you know, yeah, chill out, chill out. You know what I mean? Can you please do your Hitler impression again, uh, exclaiming about the groundhog? What the fuck was up with the groundhog? <laughs> Okay, how long have you been thinking about this uh, brain simulation matrix theory? How long has that been in your in your noggin? About about four minutes. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. I was when I, I was driving and uh, on the I was listening to ninety six nine and they were talking about the groundhog. Ah, fuck. So, uh, yeah, my my brain works quickly, man. I I went from Groundhog Day to simulation real fucking quick. Dude. Now now, what was their take on it? Because. Uh, I noticed that um, as much as I love Michelle and love Travis, I don't know Greg. There's, it seems pretty wacky in the morning now. What, do, what, what are your thoughts on that? It's uh, it's it's growing on me. I think they all work together pretty well. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, what was their take on the groundhog? What I mean, what I mean, we're we're, we're sitting there saying that it's fake and uh, in the Matrix and. Uh, what's up with the care of the groundhog? What was their big take on it? Yeah, mostly, uh, mostly, uh, Greg was talking about how, uh, he's like, yeah, nobody, nobody cares. Like, you know, and then, uh, Michelle was being pretty funny about it, but then Tra- Travis agreed. Like, yeah, was like nobody cares about, nobody cares about this groundhog. And then they were well, saying like in the sixties and seventies, it was like a big deal, but well, nobody I, cares. I beg to differ. If you were to go to that community in Pennsylvania, the locals there completely are dependent on this fucking groundhog because, <laughs> you know, uh, several thousand assholes go there and spend their money because of this. So, you know, it's just a stupid, idiotic thing that uh, all the people benefit from. So they don't want the dumb thing to, to disappear. So that's what's going on there capitalism baby you gotta fucking get that money somehow and it might as well be a groundhog at the, yes at the expense of one groundhog so whatever everybody's okay with that they need to cancel that fucking thing <laughs> cancel culture baby go towards the groundhog go towards bill dude right right um all right what else is going on kyle so i got here's i gotta tell you about this development eric's name so um, it, it involves my fucking grandma again. And I know that last time I told a grandma story, you guys were digging it. So this, this ought to be some, this ought to be a gold nine of content for you. So my fucking, my grandma, her, uh, she lives in a condo, like pretty close to me. Um, but, uh, her basement flooded, uh, like not like flood flood, but like they had to like tear up the carpet and shit like that. So it, it was like a little mini flood, but, um, so they like tore up the carpet and like did all the the stuff or whatever. So then um, people told her, and she was in like it's a community of old people. So uh, the old people got together and told her like, oh yeah, you need to buy a humidifier or a dehumidifier. Okay, yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm thinking like, okay, the point of in this scenario of the dehumidifier would be to dry out the basement, right? Yeah. So. Uh, 
she buys this humid dehumidifier and like uh, uh, it comes with like a hose, so she can like continually drain it into like the drain downstairs, right? So yeah, it all to me sounds like all right. We're trying to dry out this fucking basement, so I have to of course go over there and help her with it because she don't know nothing about nothing, right? And so. Um, I get there and I'm trying to like set up the dehumidifier for her and the hose is only like 10 inches long. And I'm like, well, this is not going to work for not, nobody. Right, you know right. I mean? You got to put it and over so the drain. I had, to, I had to go through this huge process. I had to go down to the hardware store and get like a hose and like all this, all this crazy stuff. So then I, I'm at, I'm talking to her. I'm like, so what's the, like, what's the point of the dehumidifier? You're trying to dry out the basement? Or are you just trying to run it to keep it drier down here, like, for the for your local yeah. climate? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, it's, it's already dried out. Like, the waterproofing people came. They already dried it out. So it's really just to keep it drier down here. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't think we fucking need the hose, but whatever. And uh, so anyways, then she was like, yeah, my neighbor, which is another fucking old lady, um, she brought over uh, a dehumidifier, and um, the reason that my grandma wanted to get a new one is because that one wasn't working, right? Like, it wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And so she was like, well, it must be broken. So we get into this. I, I do the, the whole thing. Long story short. Yeah, make it shorter. Make it make yeah. it shorter. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a fucking, um, like, a humidifier attached to her furnace, right? Like, where you can, like, set how yeah. humid you want it to be in right. your house, right? So she's got that fucking thing set at 35%. And then she was like, I want you to set the dehumidifier for 45%. And I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she was like, well, that's what the, the fucking old lady next door had it set at. And I'm like, okay, but Grandma, let me explain this to you. The fucking, it's not going to turn on because... It's going to be 35% humidity down here, and it's going to be 45% dehumidifying down here. I was like, it's not going to, I go, that's why it, it wasn't working because it, it there's no, yes. it, it, that's just math. It's not going to work. Right. right? You, and she's like, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well, she's, I mean, it's fucking, you're right. It is math. If she won't, I don't understand why the fuck she can't follow along. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, so I'm like, it just, I was like, the thing probably wasn't broken. I was like, it just wasn't turning on because it doesn't. And she's like, no, I'll set that thing on 45. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Grandma, I was like, it's never going to turn on. Yeah. And she's like, what? She's like, all right. She's like, we'll compromise. Like, I have a vested interest in it or something. Oh, yeah. She's like, we'll do, we'll do 40%. And I'm like, Grandma, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's not going to turn on. And then, uh, so that conversation somehow turned into um, the Jesus. fact that she buys, she pays for cable so she can watch, like, the local news and whatnot. Yeah. And she's mad because she's like, I pay, like, 100-something bucks a month for cable. And then I was explaining to her how the new generation works. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, we just fucking have, we don't have cable. We have, you know, all the streaming platforms. Right. But we share them. We just share them with other people. So I'm like, we only pay like $9 a month yeah. total for like the, all of our TV needs. Yeah. And then she got real pissed to me about that because she's like, $9 a month. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, man. And, and then she was like, she was like, and you just share it? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, how do you watch the news? I'm like, I don't, I don't really watch the news. And she was like, well, how do you know what's going on? And I'm like, I'm like, damn, I, I'm like, 
a different it's a different age. I'm yeah, like, people, you really don't know no. if, if it's real. Like, yeah. what ha- I'm like, is what's happening for show or is it real? And she's like, oh, it's real. So, and then uh, a conversation you- ended with her telling me that everybody in Ottawa County votes Republican. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of material. If she ever passes, uh, God forbid, are you going to stand in front of the congregation and say, Grandma was super dumb? <laughs> Oh, for sure. I mean, I lived with I lived with her in college because um, she lives right across the street from Grand Valley, and uh, so I lived there for free because you know I, I wanted to save the old the old dough. Yeah. And uh, she was she like would live in Florida for most of the year, but when she was there, I mean, it was just a shit show twenty four seven of like yeah crazy yeah she's a crazy old lady man. Was she like okay, you're gonna move in, but. You got to pay me $500 a month and then I'm going to give you $500 a month to mow the lawn or, you know, it's some type of stupid (laughs) trade like that. Similar to, uh, no $500 just to be in here and protect me, you know? So she's like, there's some ridiculous exchange of money similar to the math going on with, when it comes to that, uh, that dehumidifier. (laughs) Jesus. I know. I know. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, when, like when you were younger, like you're like talking to your grandma, and like you like gotta like respect your grandma. But right. at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't fucking get it. Grandma. Yeah, this I'm is like having like an in depth conversation about uh, humidity percentages. This is which why is a wild conversation to have. Yeah, this is why these people get ripped off. This is why, <laughs> you know, one day she's gonna say you won't believe it, and you're gonna say what? And she's gonna say I just had my roof replaced and my driveway sealed. And uh, it only cost me $90,000, and I gave them all of the money, and they're going to come and start tomorrow. That's what she's going to tell you. And then it's Dude, never, you know. It's funny you brought that up because one time in college, um, that was like when I was in college, it was like the heyday of like when the world was switching from phone to text. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, I was, I was telling, I was like, Grandma, I'm like, if somebody calls you, like, and if not someone you know, I'm like, don't answer. Like, don't even talk to him because it's a scam. And she almost got scammed. She was, t- I don't even, I don't remember the story now. I just remember that she almost got scammed. And she was like telling me about like, oh yeah, um, I gotta call this guy back and like all this stuff. I'm like, no, don't fucking do it, grandma. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna be yeah. showing out cash for nothing, dude. Jesus. And and the thing is, when a when a grifter calls. Because the senior citizen, their voice is usually sounds like a senior citizen, you know, uh-huh. like, hello, or that type of shit. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, a red, fl- I mean, it's so easy for the grifter to know he's talking to some old buzzard. And, uh, you know, uh, as soon as he hears, hello, he can say, yeah, I'm selling spaceships. Are you interested? And she's going to say, yes, you know? <laughs> I am, in fact, interested in a spaceship. Tell me more. Yes, please. <laughs> fill me in more. Well, all right. Well, good luck with Grandma. So now the uh, you have another dehumidifier there. It's it's not even running, and, and you just ended up leaving. Yeah, and then the fucking worst part was uh, a little bit before that, before we got into the, the math uh, snafu, um, I was, like, thinking it was for to dry out the basement, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I can come back, like, in two weeks or whatever and move it to, like, the other room, like, the family room. I ain't fucking going back. No, there, no, no, she's point. not even going to remember. She's going she's gonna to walk down there in a few days and go, what is this contraption here? 
I know. Well, no, that's the thing. She can't. She's too old. She can't go downstairs. No. Which is why. Uh, which is why I had to do it. Right. And uh, so yeah, she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. No. Yeah. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on anywhere. That's really. exactly what you do. You just see with my dad. Uh, he's like that, and my my stepmom is not. She has her wits. So she's constantly, because he's always concerned about shit, you know, worried. Uh-huh. And she's always like, yeah, 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 I took care of it. It's done. And uh, and, and that's, you just lie. And they, they go, oh, okay. <laughs> that is, yeah, I like that. I like that, uh, that relationship right there. Yeah, it's so much easier. You know, then you're having a good time and they're not pissed off at you. Just, just lie to them, you know? I mean, if their house is about to get repossessed, and then uh, and then they say, "Hey, is the house getting repossessed?" No, no, no. We uh, paid that off. And then when they actually repossess it, and he's uh, on the street or whatever, then you just say, "Yeah, this is the way we do it now. This is how people live." Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny because me and Blue, we talk about that, uh, you know, because we're married. And I'm like, I'm like, which one of us do you think is going to lose it first? You know what I mean? Because the, the argument can be made for her because um, she has to take uh, Zoloft for anxiety. So I'm like, I'm like, probably your brain's going to be fried. So it could be you. I'm like, oh, yeah. but I am, I'm a bona fide psycho myself. So I'm like, really just depends. I'm like, it's going to be a waiting game to figure out which one of us is going to be the psycho first. Yeah. Right on, man. God, I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I am a little bit, uh, and that isn't that far off that my brain is going to be oatmeal um, because, oh, for sure. you know, I mean, if I, in my head, being 52, um, being 22, 30 years ago, doesn't seem like that, that 30 years has passed by quite quickly. So from right, right from right now, that same period of time puts me at 82 and I mean, I'm shitting in my hand at that point. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, mean, I, know. I do think about it. I think about it like from a different perspective, I guess, um, in that, uh, well, not now. Cause now I'm 30. Fuck. How old am I? 33. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, 30, yeah. I'm 33. So like when I was like 28 more, so I'm like, um, dude, I'm like, the way people are living, I'm like, I've only lived like one third of my life. Yeah. I'm like, I got to live two more whole fucking lifetimes before I'm dead. And I'm like, that's going to take fucking forever. But in the past five years since I thought that, I'm like, the five years, you're right, went by very quickly. Yeah. So I'm like, now I got like the whole, the whole time effect going on. So I don't know what to believe no more. The uh, amount of time in my life um, that I've lived in Grand Rapids is a huge chapter, you know? And it goes back, um, as of this year, 19 years. So, I mean, I was 33 years old when I moved, when I started on the radio in Grand Rapids. And it's gone, it's another incident where it's, or instance where it's gone by so incredibly fast to think that I was uh, 33, younger than everybody listening right now, you, and and it not it's fucking gone and it doesn't seem like that long ago that's how quickly time time travels and it's getting faster the older you get the quicker the days rip by it's horrible i know and you know and then you know what's going to happen you're going to fucking die and then you you're going to pop out of the simulation and they're going to ask you what the fuck's about going on with that groundhog dude yes 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 do you think in your opinion that 
I mean, what does your gut tell you? Is there an afterlife? Yes or no? Oh, for sure, dude. There's a, I, uh, this is a, maybe a good uh, little instance into the life of Kyle. I, um, my dad used to show me like, uh, like comedy shows from like his favorite comedians when I was like nine or like eight or whatever. Yeah. And we watched one from, uh, the, the great and fabulous Stephen Wright. And, um, in the comedy special, like it like opens up and like before he goes on stage, like they have like that little like video, you know what I mean? They show like the intro. Yeah, sure. And, uh, he's just like, kind of like walking around and like, uh, it's like very like weird. He's just like walking around, like looking at stuff, like all, and there's like weird music in the background. Yeah. But then he says to like this lady, he was like, if you think about it, he was like, before I was born, he's like, I didn't exist. He's like, and then I'm going to live. He's like, and then after I die, I'm going to not exist again. And he's like, so if you think about it, like, it, like living is just a break from not existing. <laughs> and it, fucking, you know, it, it flipped my whole like worldview and stuff. Um, so like, I definitely am like, yeah, dude, there's something going on before and after. And plus I've watched um, like, on, I don't know what channel it is. Maybe like the discovery channel or like a and E or one of those channels. Um, like, there's like a show called I Survived Beyond and Back about like people who have like died and then came back to life. Yeah. Dude, I love those stories, dude. It's like very interesting shit, you know what I mean? About like what people see or like experience and stuff. Right, right. I don't know what it is, um, but I tell Blue all the time, like, because she's always like scared of getting old. I'm like, I'm fucking a pump, dude. I like, right. can't wait. Not that I can't wait to die, but, like, I'm okay with dying, dude, so I can figure out what the fuck's going on after this. Every so often, someone will publish a book, and it's called something like Seeing the Light or Road to Heaven, and then it's a story about someone who usually it goes, they got into a wreck or they died and were brought back, and they now are telling their story. And then, like, five years later, uh... The author will say, yeah, I was making that shit up. It was all a lie. And I'm like, God damn it. What are you? Come on. You know, that, that is uh, that's a bunch of shit. That's that every so often that happens. Some motherfucker gets us all excited about, you know, uh, heading up there. And he saw it. He saw the uh, angels with wings and saw his loved ones who died. And it's pure bliss and joy and happiness. And then you're like, oh, man, this guy's on. And then sure enough, the dickhead uh, was a, is a fucking liar. Fuck that guy. You should be, if that happens, that guy should be shot. Whoever, whoever does that shit. That's happened many times. Yeah, you know, there is that fucking possibility. And I do, I do think about that. Because, like, if you think about it, like, way, like, way back in time, like, like, even before, like, religion was invented or, like, any of that stuff happened, like, it could very well be that, like, some dude was just, like, smoking a blunt and was like, guys, I got something to tell you, dude. And, like, just made made some shit up. You know what I mean? It was like, right. oh, for sure. Like, this is Damn exactly it. what's going to And people are like, are you serious? Yeah. And just fucking went with it. It's a possibility. You never know. So, like, you know, when that guy who made up that story, when he dies for the sake of this discussion, let's say he goes to heaven. And then Jesus is like, oh, you're the guy. You're the motherfucker. <laughs> you you lying, 
You lying motherfucker. Uh, you know, in my <laughs> opinion. How yeah. funny would it be if, like, you live your whole life a certain way and then you go to heaven and the first thing, like, God or Jesus says to you is, this fucking guy. Yes. <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. Oh, here he comes. Everybody gather around. I'm about to fucking go medieval on this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, that's, you know what? This has been fun. I've enjoyed the conversation. Everything else going well, little guy, any, any, uh, anything family stuff happening I need to know about? No, yeah, we're, uh, we're in with Jameson. We're in the throes of, uh, trying to teach him to stop fucking hitting people. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And I, I mean, I know like everybody goes through it and like all that kind of stuff, but Jameson is, in my opinion, like compared to like his cousins and like other little kids his age that been around. I know he's fucking smart. Like he's like smarter than the average cookie. So like I know that motherfucker knows what's what's going on. And, and uh, yeah, because I I like what like I taught him like whenever he's hit, so, you know, you, you no, like you tell him no. And, okay. Like, and then uh, so then he'll be hitting, and I'll be like no. And then I'll, I'll, like, grab his hand and, like, lightly hit it. Like, not like child abuse. Like, nobody fucking call the cops on me or nothing. But then he'll go, no. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Fuck, Jackie, my daughter, my middle child, used to bite people. She'd fucking, oh, yeah. oh Jesus, man. She'd be at daycare and uh, some kids there playing with a wagon or something. She goes up and bites them on the arm or the shoulder or the face. Like, you little bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? <laughs> I know, but it's like in those days, you know, it's probably like like not fine or whatever. But like these days, I feel like if we were to put Jameson like in a daycare setting, like I feel like they'd call us and be like, yeah, he can't come back here because oh, he yeah. hit. You know what I mean? Like how, right how today's culture is. Yep, and yep. so, yeah, we're trying to deal with it before he gets like socialized, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, get out of there. Or get out of there. Get out of here. You're you're great. I don't know why I told you to get out of there. Uh, get out of here and I hope everything's going well. Dumpster divers, I appreciate your... Uh, you know what? I want to keep appreciating you, so spend some fucking money. <laughs> yeah, spend that squirrel. Yeah, I'm with you. What the? Yeah, you got to twist old Emilio's arm. I know he's got the, uh, he's got the uh, uh, strings on the, uh, on the purse tight. But tell them I'm hunting them. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, actually, if any, I'm the one that's uh, I'm like the the frugal one. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. So I'm always the one like, ah, we don't gotta fuck. We don't need to do that. All yeah. right. Well, all right. I appreciate you, and you have a good rest of your uh, week. Okay, buddy. All right. Love you guys. All right. Talk to you, man. See ya. Love yeah. you too. Love you too. See ya. There you go, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Just funny. God, I love talking to him. Oh ridiculous some of the shit that we get into all these weirdo existential conversations that happen but i'm all about it i am all about it okay all right okay speaking of um watching shows that uh you know without cable like he was talking about, you get the streaming services. Netflix is uh, very serious. Uh, you are not going to be able to share your passwords. All right. Now, this is remarkable because uh, there are people 
who share the passwords, like in this household. Several people have the password. I know Madison has it. Jim may have it. I don't know for Netflix. Jackie, I know, has it. Now, it gets to a point where whenever, once in a blue moon, when I actually want to watch it, you know what it says, don't you? There's too many people using your password. You can't even watch it. So then I have to like try to reach it. Hey, can one, can I, can I watch my Netflix in my house? Oh yeah, but we're in the middle of a kaleidoscope or whatever the fuck, which I guess is supposedly a great show. Jackie's I'm all, I'm very suspicious of when uh, there's only really right now. There's only a couple people that I trust to give me shows. Amanda has given me some good things to watch. I trust her. I trust Linda. I do not trust uh, Adam Balboa. He's been trying to get me to watch uh, that show with uh, Sylvester Stallone called The Mayor of Tulsa or some shit. The Tulsa Man, Mayor of Tulsa, Tulsa Mayor. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, why not? It's great. I go, well, I know that. But first of all, you want to suck his dick. And you made me watch the film Samaritan starring Sylvester Stallone on Amazon Prime. And I'm still not right since then. I think watching that is what caused my latest round with anxiety it actually hurt my health. I have to take more uh, anti-psychotic medication because of that shitbox film you made me watch. So no, I don't. I don't trust you at all, Adam, to recommend anything for me. You know. So forget that. Uh, anyway. There's a few other people who have made recommendations of things I should watch that probably have worked out, but you're not coming to mind right now. For sure, though, Amanda and Linda, those are my go-tos. Like, if I'm like, I don't have anything to watch, I could just very easily reach out to them, and they would give me a recommendation, and I'd watch it. Like, Linda recommended uh, Gunther's Millions on Netflix, which premiered yesterday. That is the story of a very wealthy dog, supposedly. But there's a lot of intrigue and mystery and uh, perversions and theft and weird shit and fraud and, oh, God. Very involved capers that make up that story. So you should probably watch that. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Supposedly, it looks... Well, I did watch a trailer, and it did look like something I would like. Where am I going with this? Netflix now says, uh, very soon, your family members not living in your household will not be able to use your Netflix password. And so everybody is like, what are we going to do? Oh, my God. A hundred million households. Take advantage of sharing a hundred million. Now imagine you had a business 
that charges ease of math, 10 bucks a month. It might even be more. I don't know. A hundred million times 10 is a billion dollars. I shouldn't have had to use the calculator for that. That means that Netflix is out a billion dollars a year. Oh my God, you can't do this to us. You can't take away this sharing. Fuck you, you assholes. In my opinion, this is yet another thing that makes uh, young people realize that they're becoming adults, you know? Uh, So Netflix has figured it out, and you're fucked. If you're sharing someone's password, get ready. It's coming. It is coming. They've announced that they are ready to roll out these new rules and new technology to make this a reality. Uh, they tried it in three other shithole countries. I like it how they, uh, they started in like the countries that are absolutely insanely poor. Like I forget which shithole country they did it in, but let's just say it's Ecuador. Uh, in Ecuador, like, uh, you know, no one, everybody shares. They figured out a way there that only one person has to subscribe and then the whole country shares a password. Not really. In a letter to shareholders last month, Netflix said it expects to roll out paid account sharing more broadly toward the end of the first quarter of this year. Streaming giant estimates more than 100 million households share accounts, which undermines our long-term ability to invest in and improve Netflix. Yeah, they could just easily say, we are getting ripped off, and that's bullshit. I agree. Executives explained in the letter that they expect some users to cancel their accounts when paid sharing is launched, but that borrower households will start their own accounts, how the paid password sharing will be enforced and how much it will cost. Uh, All those things that was not released. Uh, Netflix has been exploring ways to crack down on password sharing, including a login verification process in 2021 and the use of sub-accounts for people living outside the account owner's home in 2022. They tested it in Chile, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, and Peru. Peru. Uh, Netflix appears to have rolled out new rules on account sharing in these countries, updating its help pages for all three this week. According to these pages in these countries, anyone... um, Tu madre es una puta. Not worth the squeeze. Um, according to those pages, anyone within the account holder's home, referred to as their primary location, can use that Netflix account. Those outside of the home will need to use their own. How are they doing this? Account holders will need to set their primary location while signed into Netflix on a TV connected to their home Wi-Fi. That's simple enough. 
Then any devices connected to the Wi-Fi network in the primary location will be able to access the holder's Netflix account. While devices try to access the account from any locations, any other locations, blocked! Blocked! If an account owner doesn't set their primary location, Netflix says it automatically uses their IP addresses, device IDs, and account activity. That's the same technology they use to find out that you're looking at child porno. So just let it be known. They're on to you. Looking at you, former Zaniacs. Uh, Once a primary location is set, Netflix users are asked to watch something at least once every 31 days in order to keep their devices associated with the locations. There's a couple of hoops you have to jump through. So um, you can, though, share it with someone if you pay a small fee. That's not bad. Um, Netflix users in these countries may also be blocked from streaming on some devices if they try to access a platform while traveling or after moving. So, uh, and there is a way to do that. You just have to kind of be in touch with Netflix and be upfront with them. Uh, I love this. This is fucking great. Netflix moved to tackle password sharing as a shift from the company's previous stance. Then CEO Reed Hastings, he stepped down last month, said in 2016, Netflix wouldn't charge users for sharing their passwords. Instead, he called password sharing something you have to live with. Well, then they figured out that they can actually do it out of some type of, uh, uh, technology uh uh it you know if at the time they had that ability he would have done that but he didn't have the ability so at least that's my speculation as soon as they figured out how to do it, it's like fuck yes charge these people fate uh hastings had also never been a fan of ads calling them a distraction from the entertainment the service provides but in november netflix launched a netflix launched a fourth plan basic with ads that includes an average of four to five minutes of ads per hour Users on this plan don't have access to Netflix full library. Um, yeah, I don't have that. I have the one above that. I don't see ads and I do have access to the full library, but I so rarely watch it. You know, I could just get rid of it and miss out. But then, you know, for the times that I do go with the recommendations from the ladies I mentioned, I'm always happy. I always enjoy what I watch. And then I usually find something else worth watching while watching that until I get out of the habit and then it's gone. But I want to watch that Gunther's Millions. So there you go. Be advised. It's coming. Uh, Kyle says, I love this too, since I have never had Netflix and no plans to subscribe in the future. What do you watch? I'm I'm wondering about what you actually view this. Is this all you watch? Uh, Mitch says people are just going to start pirating again. People switch from cable to streaming to get away from a ton of shit. Now you need like 40 streaming services. Yeah, that's right. They should take all, I've said this before, take all the streaming services, put them on one platform and call it cable. I love cable. I fucking love it. 
Yeah, nothing better. Hit the guide button and then flip through looking for a Marvel movie, Star Wars movie, uh, fucking mob movie, uh, any type of how it's made, uh, a Wicked Tuna, shit like that. And just, I, I don't even watch any of them. I just like knowing that they're there. And then, okay, let's say Goodfellas on. You put it on. I know exactly what happens in this scene. You watch it, and then it goes to commercial. I'm done watching. Flip through the channel where they are haggling over the price. Yes, all about it. Great shows. Great, great shows. How about the one um, where the two dudes go and uh, uh, visit people's barns, and they, like, buy the shit, the antiques and stuff like that? Oh, my God, do I love that. That's it. American Pickers. Those guys are awesome. Or I just go on YouTube and watch uh, Odd Tinkering. Oh, my God. What is it about Odd Tinkering that draws us in? I've, I've sung the praises of Odd Tinkering before. And you're going to be like, wait, what? Yeah, you're laying in bed and you can't sleep. Go on YouTube, type odd tinkering. You will watch a video with no speaking. It is a person who has an unbelievable tool set. Every tool under the sun. Cleaning or restoring various things. I'm not kidding you. A 100-year-old cast iron pot or pan is restored. A old Super NES is restored. An old Atari is stored is uh is uh is restored. I can't even talk. And not only that, he knows how to edit, so he kind of like uh, speeds up various portions of the video so you're not bored. I got a new one. This dude who um, goes in the woods and gets like big-ass logs, odd-shaped logs, and puts them on a lathe, and then he like uh, uh, turns them. He, he does, you know, how that that's the term they use when they the fucker spins around. He put the chisel on motherfucker and it... The next thing you know, 15 minutes later, I'm either asleep or looking at a badass coffee mug or a bowl. Oh my God, do I love that. What? Blue State Rob says the uh, restoring an old vehicle that has run, that hasn't run in 30 years. Oh yeah. And the first shot is it completely covered in dust in a barn. And some picker buys it for like a thousand bucks. And then this is what he does for a living and then shoots the video of it and brings it back to life. And then one minute after he publishes it, it's got 99 million views. What the hell? Oh man, do I love that. It makes me want to buy one of those old cars and just put it in the garage and just to look at it. 
But then I realized, no, fuck that shit. Just watch the video. God, do I love those. Makes me so happy. I don't even need Netflix. I could just say, fuck it. Yeah, Linda and Amanda, I'm not watching those shows. I'm just watching a pair of hands restore a chair. Okay? Man. Hey, advertise with me. Reach out, Eric, at ericsaintshow.com. I can tell you how it works. My God, so much uh, so much to offer you. All of my uh, social media offerings for marketing. Not to mention marketing on this very podcast, both video and audio. You get the full package, under price, over deliver. More information, reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com. Like A&E Heating and Cooling. That's right, Joe Martinez. 616-516-8579. Speaking of cleaning and restoring, he's doing that to your furnace. Okay, still plenty of heating going on this season. If you have a breakdown between now and when you shut that thing off by the end of the year, this is who you're going to call. 616-516-8579. He'll get out there and fix it as soon as possible. If you have an after-hour service call, emergency, can you get here now? It's 3 in the morning. It's 10 below. That's going to cost you, but he'll be there, maybe a little grumpy, put the coffee on, and he'll get your furnace running for you. How about an installation of a brand new furnace setup? Yep. He's doing that too. Get a couple of estimates from the local losers. Have Joe be third. He will beat them. 616-516-8579. I have an accounting and tax services uh, company. Tag Accounting. 616-301-9516. He advertises three months of the year. January, all of January, all of February, all of March, up to the tax deadline. That's it. That's why you need to get a turnaround on this for your old pal, Eric Zane. Reach out, mention my name, get your taxes done at TAG. You will not be let down. You'll pay a bit north of $100. People say, why can't you give me the exact price? I say, well, it depends on the return. So that's what I say. 616-301-9516. Don't ask questions. Just call, mention my name, make your appointment, do what they tell you. Upload your material via their online portal. And that's it. You don't have to be in West Michigan. You don't have to be in front of him when your taxes are done. Okay. You just reach out and do what he says. Anywhere in the USA, he can take care of your taxes. Everyone should call Troy, okay? You will save money. You will get more money if you have him do your taxes. This is a certified public accountant. He knows everything there is to know about tax law. 616-301-9516. God bless Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. E-R Vines. That's E-R Vines. Online for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I haven't uh, seen or heard from Megan in a little while. Hope everything's all right. I'll have to reach out to her. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. An amazing vi- place to get your vehicles repaired in West Michigan. They are on f- just off of 44th Street. Side Street, just, uh, f- side street, just a few blocks east of 131 called Stafford. Don't forget Irvine's. They'll service any make and model, hybrid, EV, uh, combustion motor, you name it. The only thing they won't touch is a Volkswagen. 
So I don't know if there's any um, sheets, gas slash convenience stores around here. Uh, I, I guess I don't know. I've seen these before. I'm not sure where. But, uh, boy, this is a story that kind of didn't get a lot of life, but I discovered it, and I uh, just got to talk about this. They had a policy when it comes to their personnel. Now, I'm guessing that if you go to work and uh, you don't shower, you're gross, there's going to be some conversations that are going to be had. And you could possibly lose your job. This one might is tricky, though. And they're backpedaling. And they've decided to change this. But for the longest time, Sheets would not hire you if you had fucked up teeth. It was tucked away in the company's employee handbook. Business Insider obtained a written version of the document. The rule said that people applying, applicants, with obvious, missing, broken, or badly discolored teeth, unrelated to a disability, are not qualified for employment with sheets. Now, that does make sense because um, the group formerly known as Zaniacs said they all wanted to work at Sheets and none of them gained employment. So that, all right, now this is starting to make sense. The report continued explaining that current employees have 90 days to fix their shit to solve any dental issues that happen or have happened while employed. So I guess if you don't take care of your mouth, um, well, okay, let's say you go through the interview process and they don't see that you have a mouth that makes you look like a former Zaniac and you get through that process. And then you go there and uh, then they notice that your face, your mouth is all jacked. They go, all right, you got 90 days to fix your shit or you're fired. Now I can see why people would be upset with this, but I, for one, appreciate this. I frankly, I don't want someone who's serving me my bacon, egg panini to have a fucking face that has a mouth with teeth that look like you could uh, fucking eat corn through a picket fence for fuck's sake. A former employee told insider, they feel the policy is disgusting and classist classist. Okay. Missing broken or badly discolored. So are you suggesting that poor people have broken 
and badly discolored and missing teeth. Well, I would argue that all of those things, missing, broken, or badly discolored, at least two of those three are brought about by poor care and or drug use. I would argue three of those things could be brought on by drug use and or poor care. So, I mean, if you don't have the ability to take care of your fucking teeth, how in the world are you going to have the ability to take care of a uh, customer's bacon egg panini? But in this day and age, that's a troublesome policy. That's like 1972 policy right there. Jesse adds, since when do gas station employees need to look good? You're right. They don't, but I sure do appreciate when they do. Chris adds, no meth mouth allowed. Screw the drug test. Let me see those chompers. Blue State Rob adds, I don't want my sheets of pizza to have chiclets in it. Oh, yeah. Tooth chunk on your pizza? Is it called sheets of pizza? Because that's fucking brilliant. I love that marketing uh, 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 rhyme there. Sheets of pizza. I'm a fan of that. So in this day and age, everybody's woke. You can't, you can't do that. You can't say, yeah, you're fucked up teeth. You're fucking fired unless you get your teeth fixed. <sighs> Stephanie Dolaveria, executive vice president of people and culture. Okay. So that's a position that they created for this exact thing. Uh, you know, that's kind of like uh, diversity, the office of diversity uh, of equity and inclusion. That's a very common thing and, well, not here, not where I live, but in a lot of places you have that. That's their version of that. Uh, a vice president of people and culture said in a statement that the company agrees with its employees and the policy will be discontinued effective immediately. Yeah, that's a losing battle. That's a that's a hill that, uh, to die on a hill of, no, uh, we only want people who don't look like shit to be in our facility. You cannot pull that off in 2023. 2023, the policy should say, we welcome everyone, regardless of how badly you have ruined your mouth. That will not keep you from gaining employment here. Do I wish we had that? Yes, of course. I would rather see a person with a beautiful set of chompers. But if we're all about inclusion and equity and being fair, and these people need to earn a living too, all right, I can put up with it. Uh, can we get them to maybe wear like a mask though? Could we maybe do that? You absolutely, I think that might even be a bigger problem though. Yes, you absolutely can work here, but if your teeth are jacked, 
you have to wear a mask. I mean, problem solved, frankly. Uh, they're, they're now saying, though, our culture at Sheets has always been centered on respect and putting our employees, customers, and communities first. Well, that's not true. You cannot start out your backpedal with our culture has always been centered on respect when uh, one minute prior to writing this, you said, if your teeth are fucked up and you are a former Zaniac, you cannot work here. So that is a lie. As a family-owned and operated company, nothing is more important than creating an environment through its blah, blah, yeah, fucking shit. We agree effective immediately. This policy is discontinued. Uh, we, you know, we are committed to ensuring our policies moving forward. Uh, come one, come all. Uh, put a fucking uh, uh, belt sander on your teeth. We don't care how fucked up your teeth are. Uh, put a paddle bit on the drill and put it in your mouth and turn it on. We don't care. Come on in. Work for us at Sheets. They should turn ar- turn around and say, uh, in order to combat all this controversy, okay, whoever has the most fucked up smile, Sheets employee with the most fucked up smile, uh, gets a million dollars. This is what we're doing. And uh, we're going to start the contest in 90 days. So that means that you can apply with your jacked mouth and then be in the running for the big prize and then change the sign to be like a mouth with fucked up teeth. That'll be on the sign, a big caricature of just broken chompers. That's what they can do to get ahead of this going forward. Josh says someone get Eric a phone number of the most rural sheets. Okay, I don't know if I'd be comfortable doing that. And I don't know if you would too. I think it's a better idea just to talk about it. Because inevitably, I would have to ask, are your teeth fucked up when I'm talking to them? And then everyone watching this is going to hate my guts because I'm probably going to make someone feel bad. So fun to talk about, but... I don't think I could do it here either. I'll do it on this show. Talk from my own little spot here in my own little neck of the internet. But no, Kenny, I am not going to ask them, have you been to the dentist lately? <laughs> you assholes. My friends, we have the asshole of the day. That award has to come out very, very soon. Blue State Rob says, call any sheets in Altoona, PA. There will be someone with methy teeth shopping at the store. Hang on. Altoona, PA sheets. Several of these here. I think that's the, where their headquarters is. Is that right? Idiots.
This is actually a store. This is not like a corporate headquarters. I'm, I'm calling any sheets. There's three of them in Altoona. This one's open 24 hours. Try another one. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they don't pick up. I don't want them to pick up. Thank you for calling Sheets. This is Evan. Hey, Evan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not bad. Sorry to bother you. I was just reading a story. I was just reading a story about Sheets has changed a policy about Jack Teeth. Did you see that one? Uh, yes. I think I know what you're talking about. I didn't really see the new yeah. things they've said about it. Well, what you're talking about. yeah, they're saying like, hey, it's cool. You know, it was a bad mistake on our part. Um, my God. So that's that's good. I mean, I, it, that's pretty weird that they were like, you can't work here if you got a, a jacked mouth. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Does anybody work with you have a jacked mouth? No, not that I know of. And your teeth are good. Mom and dad got your braces. Uh, yeah. I mean, I never had braces, but I had pretty decent teeth. You got good looking teeth. You got good looking teeth. That's because you take care of your teeth. My, my concern is what if they, you know, everybody who's like a meth addict shows up with jacked teeth and then, you know, I mean, that's kind of rough. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, yeah, I don't want to keep you, man. I just wanted to get the lay of the land there at Sheets. I love that place so much. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a good thing. It was definitely, like you said, it was something uh, that needed fixed that, you know. Yeah, you can't be saying you can't work here if your teeth look like a, a crackhead. Yeah, I didn't even realize about it until all this stuff came out about it, to be honest with you. I didn't even know that was a policy. So Yeah, can you imagine uh, in the corporate office when someone pointed it out, how they were like, what? I, who, who the hell allowed that to happen? Exactly. Jesus. Okay, Evan. Well, thanks. Have a good no one. Pro- okay, buddy. No problem. All right, you too. You. Bye. All right. Well, that worked out better than I thought because uh, he's not a memard. You can just tell by his tone of voice he was not an idiot. Bullet dodged. I got my questions in that you fucking idiots wanted me to ask you. (laughs) Kenny says that's way worse than my question. Well, I got to keep it real. I can't fucking dance around it. Just ask him. Blue State Rob says, call the one by the Penn State campus. No, I'm done calling sheet stores asking if their teeth are fucked up, you assholes. Uh, Rob says, if you call the one on Juniata Gap Road, that's likely the case. I'm not calling the sheets. On Juniata Gap Road. Enough Sheets phone calls for one day. I already feel like I'm on thin ice as it is. What a bunch of dicks you are. (laughs) 
Is it Juniata or Juanita? I don't know. It looks like Juniata to me. Maybe it's Juanita. All right. Um, before we get to the asshole of the day, a reminder that the Kent County Health Department has everything you need to help you if you are down on your luck and you're having a hard time making ends meet. Now, I will say that this also applies to any other health department throughout the United States. So wherever you are, um, you could ask these questions and you could be helping yourself uh, keep food on the table. The WIC program is set up for people that have uh, a bit of a struggle. And if you qualify each month, they will check to see if you do qualify. And there's a couple of hoops you have to jump through. But still, it allows you to get numerous important food items that will keep you and your family fed. And that's, I mean, can make the difference. So uh, it shows up in the form of a card, almost like a debit card. And um, you're allowed an allotment of so many uh, items, bread, meat, cheese, milk, formula, things like that. To see if you qualify and you are in Kent County or whatever respective county you live in, reach out to them. But in Kent County, the website is accesskent.com slash health. There you can see information about it. That could be uh, kind of like your FAQ area. And there's a phone number. Someone will pick it up. You talk to them and ask away. Do your thing. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. I am on Cameo. I just did one for my pal Jeremy. You know what? I should I should uh, dig that up. See if I can find that. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I did one for Jeremy. Um, hmm. I don't even know if I can find him. Oh, I'm not even logged in. Yeah, I'll I'll do this later. I'll share it with you later because it was fun because his um he's the coach of a local youth Florida hockey team. And his team was playing in the big playoffs. So he wanted me to do a Herb Brooks style fire him up speech. These are like 10, 11, 12 year olds. So it's not like I'm on there telling those kids, swearing at them. I was being a normal human being, but fun. And it was great. It was uh, a good time. And I love doing it. And the kids love hearing it. So if anyone you know or love wants a cameo for a birthday or maybe a young person, maybe an old person, someone you want, you can make it as, uh, you can make it NC 17 or G rated. It's up to you. You give me the feedback as to what you want me to say, and then I'll take care of the rest, okay? If you want me to do it live on this show, I hold my phone up, and then I do it. Uh, So check that out, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. It's great fun. I love doing cameos. I believe we are about done, unfortunately. Uh, Stevie says, is that rainbow flag, Jeremy? No. She says, where has he been? Uh, still out here. I, I talk to him from time to time. Let's see here. What did he say last time? I invited him to paintball. Nope, not in a paintball. 
January 26th, he texted me. He wanted me to sing Copperhead Road. He's still around there. This is Jeremy. Um, God, I don't even know his last name. He was one of the, he used to be one of the Zaniacs. And then he kind of just dipped out years before it turned into the shit show. Do you remember Jeremy? Uh, Jeremy in Saranac used to call in all the time and be on the show. Yes, that's the guy, Jeremy from Saranac. That's who I did it for. He still listens. No, not Jeremy out the door. That's from that's Jeremy from Pool and Spa Depot. There's a lot of Jeremys on here. There's Rainbow Flag Jeremy, Jeremy and, Sar- and Saranac, Jeremy out the door. Today's asshole of the day. Yesterday it was the dog hoarder. Oops. Do you have any suggestions for today's asshole of the day? By the way, people are like, when you work at Bosco's, when you work at Bosco's. I don't know. I told Doug, I go, Doug, if it becomes like five o'clock and you're suddenly hammered or slammed, Jeremy Kimball, that's it. Uh, Send me. Reach out to me and I will, I'll drive in. It, it could be that sudden. I'm like on call, like a burger doctor, Eric, the burger doctor Zane. So I don't have anything concrete yet. One suggestion, the groundhog. No, not the groundhog. What is the groundhog? All the groundhog is, is abused. Groundhog handlers. The community of Punxsutawney, maybe. Uh, Netflix, no. Sheets gas stations, no. Kyle from Dumpster Divers, no. Bill Simonson for Fallen for This. Shout out from the Chicago football guy to Mike Oxlong, defensive end from Grand Rapids East Kenwood, going to play football at Saginaw Valley State. No. Uh, It has to be. Kyle's grandma for refusing to listen to logic when it comes to humidifier dehumidifier. Brought to you by TC Paintball, our very own Kyle, our pal Kyle we heard from not long ago his grandma is the asshole of the day oh my god can you believe that he would love that if he's still listening he must be very very proud ladies and gentlemen that is my time for the dogs for the nfk for the queen of the forest please 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 go to patreon and sign up Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'll be on with that a little bit later on. I would love you to be part of it. Thank you so much, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Muff, tat, dog, bitch. Kyle's grandma is a bigger asshole than muff, tat, dog, bitch. That is a ridiculously effective collection of words that made me laugh. Muff Tat Dog Bitch. 
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.